the rails review and discussion of horror, cult films, and cinema. This is that country. The science family. Want a date? You better get yourself a garlic t-shirt, buddy. My name is Warren. His name was Jason. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Call me Snake. The blackest eyes. Keep away. The sour is mine. With your host, Loki Jesse. Cap dead. Details later. And Tim. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to Troglodyte Podcast, take two. <laughs> this is actually not the first time that has not happened. Um, I'm Loki Jesse, sitting across from me, filling in for Tim, who's still on paternity leave, racing the wolves. Um, we have Victor. Uh, hey, Victor, how are you doing? <laughs> is it on this time? <laughs> yes, it's on this time. It's not the first. <laughs> believe me, this is not the first time that has, that has happened that. So we were recording for a good, like, 20 minutes, no, 10 minutes, just, like, having casual conversation, whatever, like, leading up. That's when I realized that I forgot to press the record. <laughs> so it wasn't, so like, we had a good conversation, you know, about politics and, you know, um, you know, the, how to fix the economy. And then when I realized it wasn't recording, you know, your wife just walks in and she's like, what kind of a shit show are you running here? <laughs> Man, we I don't think we'll ever get those ten minutes. I don't even remember what it was, but I remember it was titillating entertainment. Yes. That we'll we'll try to replicate the second time. But hi, how you doing? Yes. Um so um I re- what I recall from those ten minutes was like you were telling us your origin story of how your pa- parents put you on a rocket and shot you to Earth. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not from here. I'm actually from outer space, right? No, no, no. Yeah, no. Um, Victor, like I was I was mentioning earlier, um, I am uh, from Laredo. Uh, born and raised here uh after high school lived in arizona for about a year then came back to laredo met my wife moved to eagle pass for a couple of years then from there uh, headed over to the valley for a year and a half for work and came back to laredo and been here ever since and uh just out here trying to make a living now nah, here, yeah, and like it's it's uh it's working for a living. Yes, yes, yes. I think I have the same kind of headphones. Do those have the noise reduction? No, these are just little, just basic ones. Oh, okay. No, I have. Yeah. They look like that, but they have like for a noise reduction. Oh I'm yeah, s- no, these are just just standard little headphones. I'm sorry, squirrel. Yeah, um, <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> so um, uh, we had you had reached out to me, um, because uh, you do like movie nights, horror movie nights here for um, not quite Friday the thirteenth. Oh yeah, when we we're kind of talking about kind of how we how we kind of like linked up. Yeah, how we met, yeah, and that, yeah. that you reached out to me, and that oh, I'm talking here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's my show. <laughs> no, I'm not that person. No, no, uh, yes. Um, you had reached out to me about these movie nights, and I I wasn't able to show because you know my friend at the time was also having a movie night for his birthday. Um, that same time. Yeah, the first time, the, the first, yeah, time. the very first time, yeah, that I, yeah. That I sent you. So I was, right. and then um, you had, yeah, and then we met in person because you were, um, it was a Saturday, I remember it was a Saturday, and you were, um, you were, you went shopping at that at the terrible hardware store that I was working at, piece <laughs> of shit, um, and we started talking about horror movies. You know, you introduced yourself. We just, you know, we just became fast friends. You know, we we're talking about like this, that, and everything. You told me your favorite 
genre of horror was uh, 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 found footage. Yeah. And then you had, um, it was when, um, oh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead. I came for the Evil Dead and I came for the, the Killer Clowns. Right, right, right. And I had missed the second one, the, sec- the, the, the recent one you just did. Yeah, we did a not quite uh, Friday the 13th. So just to kind of give an example, I think I kind of explained on the last one. But uh, so, uh, yeah, we I kind of uh, found your, your uh, a flyer for your for your show on a, a local spot here, Sweet Loring, which I live real close to. Yeah. My wife and I were having dinner. They Finished have the, there. They have great fried pickles yeah, yeah, and yeah. fried mushrooms. I was almost going to bring some. Oh, you should have. It would have been fun. We'll order some. We'll pick them up. <laughs> but um, so I saw your flyer. I kind of, oh, that's cool. It's something something different in Laredo. I mean, I've. You know, I you search for some stuff here and there on um I listen to Spotify every day during work, so it was something cool to listen to. So I looked it up and kind of checked it all out. It was kind of cool. Some of the I kind of skimmed through some of the movies that I had seen before, so yeah. just to kind of get y'all's view, you know, just kind of how you gauge, like, oh, let's see what kind of movies they like and all that kind of stuff. And then from there, I had seen that we had done a, uh, I had done one. It was a not quite. So what we do is um just kind of like a, I guess you could say like a little synopsis of the event. It's kind of like my friend and I, uh, my friend Josh and I kind of came up with this idea more on, more on, um, I guess through like a mutual, like just something fun to do, I guess you could say. Um, he kind of brought up, Hey, you know what? At initially it started with, there's a Friday the 13th coming up. Let's do a Friday the 13th movie marathon. So that's kind of how it started. And we're talking a few years ago. I think we, last time we spoke about it, we said maybe we started doing it around 26, 15 or 16. And then from there it's kind of evolved, but, uh, that's kind of how it started. The first few times, it was Friday the 13th. We would get together and watch a few Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. From there, it was kind of like, you know, we kind of noticed as you're going, there's not that many Friday the 13th throughout the year. So we started doing some not quite, Friday, what we call not quite Friday the 13th, where it'll be a Friday the 12th or a Friday the 14th. Mm-hmm. And we'll do a not quite, which is kind of more. Well, Friday Thirteenth are we try to do more of like your serious horror movies. Yeah, and then a not quite is kind of like an all. It, it's all out there, like you said. The last one we watched was was Poultry Guys because it was a not quite Friday Thirteenth. Yeah. So um, yeah, and that's kind of how we fill in the time. And it's a uh, my friend and I kind of started from there. At the first time it was, I think it was just us and our spouses. And then from there, it's kind of turned into from there, a couple of more friends showed up and it's kind of been going. I'm not saying it's anything huge, but we got a decent little group coming along. And, yeah. and like, we, like, we're happy that we got to add you. And we always, I, I think the last thing that we came was my first time, like, uh, it was a first for a couple of other people too. So yeah. from there, I think once people, I don't think it's something that you can really explain. I think once they show up and see what happens, yeah, then they kind of like, okay, yeah, let me know what's the next one, you know, cause we'll do, We'll do, uh, we'll screen it. We'll have some food here. My friend's real good at doing the, uh, the, some trivia stuff. Oh. And so he'll do that. He, when, he's, when he did the trivia stuff, I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, hey, God. Like, you know, like. He kept, I know you were upset on the first time because he kept, you knew every question that wasn't being asked of you. Yeah. And for some reason got stuck on like the ones that for some, that always landed on you. And it was sometimes it was just stuff that you just couldn't, you had on the tip of your tongue, I guess to say. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you were real upset about that. But you, you did, you did. No, good. I did. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of, not, <laughs> not that I know everything, but I'm just saying that like, um, I know some things. Like right. I'm not like I. There, believe me. Like there were some questions there that were stuck that would have stumped some me. Some of them. Some of them get. I know because um he does sometimes where he'll 
curate the questions himself, which are kind of like, oh no. But I think sometimes he'll kind of like, depending on our time, uh, the time that we have, yeah, he'll kind of go through this like presets that are on like he'll that he has like on some some cards, and yeah. obviously there are, there's there's some of them that are like who, who was the music composer for such and such film from 1953. I'm like, what the yeah, <laughs> so that I like wouldn't that, know. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Like I'm yeah. still like I'm st- it. it they say every day is a learning experience, but like right. you know, I'm still learning things here and there. Yeah, but that's something fun that we do. And when I when I you know I hit you up, and luckily you, you're able to swing by. Hopefully, uh, Tim, he's more than welcome to come uh, through as well. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's always a good time, and um, as long I think people enjoy it, so we'll probably keep doing it for a while. I think you were the one that made the brisket for the Evil Dead. That was right. Mm-hmm. That I was such good brisket. Mm-hmm. That oh, was like you, so good brisket. Like wow, like. <laughs> Like, I, I eat, like, five sandwiches we'll, there. We'll do, you know, sometimes I'll mix, depending on the time, like, same thing. Sometimes it's something like brisket, because I had time I was off that day. Sometimes, I think the last time we just had pizza. But, you know, it's just something that people can come over, munch out, yeah. hang out. What was told, everybody bring your own drinks, have another fridge out there. So, it just kind of turns into, like, a, a fun movie night, you know, yeah. just for everybody to come have a good time. And That's just, awesome, just man, because, like, I, yeah. I rarely, um, I remember back, I think it was, like, ten years ago or so, like, I had... I had some. Well, I I usually refer to them as the, my guy friends era. Okay. Because like I got like um we would sometimes um my friend Eric at the time, like he had moved um uh like on North Laredo by the old rich. Mm-hmm. Well, like yeah, like old new money. It's right there by Lindenwood and Delmar. Oh yeah. In that yeah, area. Delmar, like the Delmar Sea stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like he moved there and was like you know he had like that we would sometimes get there and. You would just have scattered there at the garage to drink, and then was he just started had it? He had a TV in his garage, so we just like hooked it up and just started cool. watching movies there. Like that was like my my first intro to like you know being in that air environment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And was like now it's like you know more better because like well let, let's be honest, it was a sausage fest back then. Now it's not. <laughs> right, I get you. And that's what one. And my uh, my friend Josh was is a, is a guy that uh, yeah. that does the uh, uh, that does the events with me. Um, he always says that his uh, idea for kind of wanting to do it yeah. is uh, in the like in the movie. And we just recently watched it. My wife and I were watching the first the first uh, the three us uh, in Scream. Oh. When, he, when they're there at the uh, at the, I'm so bad at the Stu's house. At the Stu's house, and they're all there watching the Jamie Kennedy character is there, and he's you know he's talking to everybody about like the rules and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So he's he's he kind of brought up that he's always wanted to have something like that. So it kind of evolved from something like that. That he always he always uh uh I guess you could say uh quotes as as saying as he always quoted as saying that that's kind of like some of his inspiration for wanting yeah. to do these kind of things too. And I was just like, let's do it. Let's uh, that yeah. sounds like fun. Okay, now when let's get into why we're here. We're here to talk about um a movie. <laughs> okay. And okay, this is a funny story because originally. Um, when I invite you on the show, you're gonna tell them why why my wife walked in and said what's go- what's what's going on with this shit show. <laughs> no, 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 no. We already said that part. Okay. No, no, no. Originally, when I uh, messaged you about being on the show to to fill in, yeah, um, you were like yes, and then I then I usually like give the guest you know an opportunity to choose a movie. Okay, you didn't know what to choose, so then I'm like going back and forth, but I choose what I choose, and then I said okay, let's do um Monster in the Closet because I just like asked you like you have this and that like yes, so. <laughs> And then I had changed the movie, but I I thought I told you and I didn't. <laughs> so I made you watch. I thought you were messing with me when you got here. I, was like, I, I, th- I thought you were messing with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So, so no, but we'll see Monster in the Closet eventually. <laughs> you well, I already saw it. He I know. That's what, I'll, I'll see it too, and we'll record, we'll, we'll record that episode. You know, like I'll make it up to you. No, no, I'll still bring you some fried pickles. No, nah, yeah, um, <laughs> well, the fried pickles I'll still bring. Yes, in. yes. Um, <laughs> no, but so I got so I. I thought I told you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I had chose changed it to Cemetery of Terror. Mm-hmm. Now, and when you, because at first you were like, you know, you wish you would, I, you know, said like you wish I would have said the uh, demone or demon as it's called in English or you know in America. Um, and I feel bad about that too. But um, I feel bad for a lot of things. <laughs> anyway, so maybe maybe I don't really feel that bad. Anyway, um, getting sidetracked here. So, um. Yes, um, when I said, oh, there's a reason why I chose Cemetery Terror, but you thought I was still talking about Monster in the Closet. But, okay, the reason why I chose Cemetery Terror, because when this episode gets released, um, it's going to be released in, in September. Well, at the time of the recording, this is still August, so happy September, people! Um, <laughs> I chose this film because September is Hispanic Heritage Month. Oh, cool. And I figured, well, like, that's, you know, like, um, even though, it's hard for me to speak Spanish sometimes, and I get ridiculed and get that looked upon and things like that. I still <laughs> am proud of my heritage. Okay. Maybe yeah, not yeah. to the way people think I should be, right. but I still like my Hispanic heritage. You know, I'm still, you know, Mexican-American, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, all that jazz. And I wanted to do this film, you know, Cemetery of Terror, because it is, an, it is a Spanish film. Well, it's a Mexican film. Yeah. See? Um, I had just recently learned, or like I kind of dis- not discovered, but like I kind of separated the two. Now I now I know the difference between the categories of a Spanish horror and Mexican horror, because mm-hmm. like Spanish horror is more like you know with um like filmed in Spain or Italy. Yeah. You know, there's a collaboration there with right, those right, right. with those countries and Mexican horror is like all based in Mexico, and there is a shitload of ton of Mexican influences in horror especially a lot right, right. A, a lot lot and there's this um studio by mexico city called uh el bustro studios i think i'm saying it right el Busto, uh, it's a studio that's been around for more than 100 years it's the premier studio in mexico for a bunch of hollywood films as well as foreign films have been done there to name a few um conan the destroyer uh, James Bond, The Living Daylights. Like, it is a well-known studio in Mexico. Oh, and okay, it's okay. just celebrated. It's like 100, 100 years, century. So, it's like a big thing. And although this film wasn't filmed there, but still, <laughs> it was filmed by, um, no, uh, what's his, um, I have his name right here. Ruben, Ruben Galendo Jr., he is a third generation in the industry. You know, his grandfather was in films. His father was in films. He was a director of films. And, you know, like, he was raised on, you know, a lot, you know, like, he, he grew up with, well, I saw this, like, this little clip from the, um, uh, In Search of Darkness 3 for they talk, we were talking about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, um, uh, I gotta say, like, he grew up on Italian horror, Italian zombies and Michael Jackson Striller. And when his dad told him, do you want to do a movie? He was like, yes. And he's like, well, what do you want in it? And he's like, you know, his influences, you know, slashers, American horror, you know, zombies, because Italian zombie horror and Italian zombie gore. And 
this is his love letter to it. You know, this is his first film. It was followed by Don't Panic and um, Grave Robbers. But this is the film. He's only done three horror films. Well, maybe four. I don't know. Maybe four or five. But the three that are real known is Cemetery of Terror, uh, Great, no, no, Don't Panic, and Grave Robbers. And Cemetery Terror, it's such a good film. It, it really is. And it's just, it just proves, you know, the influence of American horror has, you know, in Mexican culture. Well, no, not really. I, I don't know if I said that right. Maybe I'm not saying it right, but it was. It, I, I, I get what you mean, though. I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, um, so, yeah, the, that's and actually, uh, I I have to agree. I might have some, the that's so that's the funny thing that we we're talking about too is like when you told me, oh, we're gonna watch Monster in the Closet. You know, yeah. I, oh, and, and I guess it's kind of funny that I asked you because I was like, so what did you think? But I was like, no, well, wait. But uh, I asked you when did you watch it, and you told me I watched it on uh, Friday. And I was like, oh, okay, on Thursday. And then I kind of like said something about you're like, what are you talking about? That's why you're kind of like, wait, what did you watch? I was like, no, I thought we were messing around. But the the I guess in hindsight, the, the, the good thing is that I have seen, I watched Cemetery of Terror within this past year. My, my wife and I saw it on one of our, uh, one of the Sundays where we'll sit down and watch some horror movies and stuff. Yeah. I, so the good thing is I have seen Cemetery of Terror now. Like I was telling you, you'll kind of have to help me out a little bit because it's not as fresh as Monster in the Closet. Because that's the one that I watched, uh, thinking that's what we're gonna do for the for the podcast. But um, it was a, I, I do remember liking it. I do remember enjoying the film. Um, I and I kind of like I have seen a few uh, uh, Mexican horror movies here and there, and I know what you mean about you kind of. And there is a difference too. Like for example, uh, I know that Cemetery of Terror is kind of more of like what I would say. Yes, like definitely a Mexican horror movie. But then the one that, and then uh, a few weeks ago, my wife and I again were watching a on the nights that we watch movies. Uh, we watched uh, Wesera, the Bone Woman. Oh, and we saw I saw that one. It was okay, a, horror, a Mexican horror movie. But then one of the uh, ones that I really like, I think it's uh, is it Veronica? Is that yes. of, is that we're talking about? Kind of like the more like that Spain. That that no, that, the, the Veronica is still um uh Mexican, like it's South American because it's okay. all it's all okay, down okay. it's all like um. It's oh, there's a train. Take, take a yeah. drink. Oh yeah, that's so, right. Uh, I'm drinking Jack that. Daniels, and you are drinking um, H2O. Oh no, uh, tequila. I guess tequila, yeah, tequila. Yeah, te- <laughs> we're drinking tequila. He's drinking tequila, and I'm drinking some some Johnny yeah, Walker. I warmed them before we uh, before we started filming that there might be a train. It's it's not as bad as like I remember when I had my um, I remember when I had the uh, the host from the Inverted Poets Pod, Pod, podcast. Uh-huh. Um, when the train passed by her house, well, cause like we were recording uh, via video. And so when the train passed by her house, she was all like, like she was all sophisticated, but as soon as the train passed by, she turned all good. Like, pinche puto cadero, like I said. <laughs> like, so yeah. Right, like, right, right. So, so yeah, definitely like, like I have dabbled a little bit in some of like those Spanish, which sometimes they, they hit a little different. I do like, like the, it, it's kind of fun, um, uh, I guess watching some of those, uh, those, uh, I guess another cultural movie, but it's kind of awesome too because it's a culture that you're familiar with. Yeah. Like for example, uh, people that I guess that I, I haven't seen it yet, but I know the story of like La Llorona, and yeah. I know that they made a few movies recently, or they have made a few movies. I'm not just the one by the people from the the country, but I know that there's been some other like more like independent ones. There's too. been some independent ones that have been hit and miss. Yeah. Um, and there's some, there's one that's on Shutter that totally like did a different telling of the story yeah so, so yeah so the uh so it's kind of cool like you're saying you know next next month in september being a um a mexican heritage month it's kind of cool just to yeah. kind of like because these are stories that you can relate to because you know 
Either you're you're part of the culture, or you know of it from your family, from your yeah. past generations and stuff too. Uh, funny, I'm, my birthday is on September 16th, so you oh, know, wow. so it's kind of like yeah, you're you know, a Virgo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you think... know, everybody always says uh, you know Mexican Independence Day, but you know, so it's kind of fun. So yeah, everybody can yeah. get drunk on my birthday. And it's like, <laughs> it's but no, but yeah, so it's it's fun. And Cemetery of Terror is a good one. I I, I like it. It, it, it is cool. a good one because it's it's very well, of course, it's like low budget and stuff, but like it's very bloody. Like mm-hmm. it's a good. Okay, so um, totally in the game. Quick synopsis of the film. Mire, Capitán. Ustedes conocen muchas cosas de la vida de Devlon. ¿Cómo qué? ¿Cómo las misas negras? ¿Cómo sus rezos a Satanás? No, doctor. Ese cadáver será enterrado en la fosa común después de que el forense termine la autopsia. Está bien. Hablaré personalmente con el juez. Ni se moleste. El juez es un hombre muy ocupado para escuchar sus cuentos. Pineda. So Cemetery Terror, uh, it starts off with um, a, uh, Dr. Carba- Cardane, 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 whatever. Starts with Cardane like having a nightmare of his patient Devlin um, killing people in a hospital. And he ends up getting killed. The next day he wakes up, he is informed that Devlin tried to escape. He killed people. And he, the doctor, his his doctor who worked with him uh, for a long time, is requesting for his body to be cremated because of the talks and sessions they had with him. Delvin is like so high into his um, Satanism and things like that. Of course, the police captain doesn't listen. Uh, meanwhile, um, another part of the story involves like three um, college kids. Um, see, we got. So we got the cottage kids, Oscar, George, Pedro, Anita, um, Vicky. Yeah. They're, they're going, they took the girls and wait, Oscar and George and, well, Oscar Jorge, well, George in English, anyway. Um, they took the girls thinking that they're going to go to a fancy Hollywood party when in reality they're just going to an old mansion to drink oh, a yeah. party, try to get laid. Yes. The girls are upset. Pedro finds a finds a Devlin's. Well, it just so happens that the house that they're partying at, it's an abandoned house that used to belong to Devlin. So Pedro goes upstairs, and if in the attic he finds the Devlin's satanic book, he starts reading from it. They tell him don't read from it. Then he gets the brilliant idea to steal a corpse from the morgue, and they just so happen to steal Devlin's corpse. So then they do a seance in the cemetery before it starts raining. And Devlin returns back to life, so he starts killing the the the, the cottage kids. Meanwhile, the police officers' kids are going trick or treating. They meet up with their other friends, Tony, Usi, and some uh, two other kids, and they decide they're gonna go have a you know celebrate Halloween in the cemetery. So then all this coincides with. The captain looking for his kids while trying to find a missing body. The doctor is trying to find Devlin's body to burn it. The doctor ends up saving the kids in the cemetery. And zombies start coming out of the ground <laughs> under Devlin's command. It is so crazy out there. The kids end up burning the book. Devlin dies. The cops and the captain are able to find the kids. And the film ends with the book that was supposed to burn not burn and it's the doctor now and that's supposed to be possessed by the devil or devlin and that is the film 
lot of things going on here. Yeah. Yeah, oh. it's definitely like the three stories uh, that you're kind of, you kind of like, um, I guess you could say, uh, you kind of actually start caring about all these people because you're like, okay, you got this story over here with these with these college kids. Then you have the, the kid, which I was telling you, I was going to mention earlier, like, I thought the best Carry, uh, the best actors in the film were actually the kids. They all yeah. did really good. You know, I mean, everybody was, was, was it was a good, it was a good, uh, everybody did well. I, I don't think, uh, at least from what I can remember, I don't remember anything like in terms of like any cheesy acting. It was decent actors. Yeah. But the kids did really good and it was just your typical 80s fun horror movie that had, you know, a beginning, middle, and end with a decent, you know, I mean, maybe recycled storyline, of course. You know, you got the book. You have they, the, have, they have, they have, they recycled a lot yeah. of things because, like, this was what the director was influenced. Like, you see, like, the, the patient, the doctor and the kid are patient, yeah. you know, like, Halloween, Halloween influence. Yeah. <laughs> you see the zombies coming out of the grave, you know, like, of course, you know, Felici's um, zombie and other Italian zombies, right. but also Michael Jackson's thriller, right, big right, influence right. there. And of course, the gore with the slash, like pretty good gore. And I want to say, like I said, I've, I've been a few months, uh, I saw it within the past year, but I'm actually kind of playing it here on my computer as, you know, in, in mute just to kind of like remember some details. But I actually even remember like a few little bits of like, comedy thrown in there too just a kind of like a cute like a, a couple of a uh, subtle chuckles for you know just a kind of like just to kind of break the ice between all this crazy stuff that's happening yeah too. so it's a fun movie like if, if anything it's very fun uh, i like i like that the kids that they're they're making jack-o'-lanterns and they're actually using them as a lantern i've never seen that <laughs> honestly i i never seen that in a film i i don't think i still haven't seen it you know, because, like, yeah, you see people carving pumpkins and right. then they leave them on the steps yeah. of the house or in the house or somewhere. Yeah, decorations of sorts, yeah. But you never see anybody, like, carrying it as an actual lantern. Is that what – I don't remember that, but what were, so did they carve out, like, a big hole in the on the pumpkin? Yeah. And they, were, they had them with them. Um, and almost, I guess you could see if they have a hole, it's kind of like directional lighting, right? Almost like a flashlight. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, I no, the directional lighting was the, um, was the actual face. Oh, cool! It was oh, it was so, an act- so it was an actual. Uh, it was okay. an actual. I don't even think they were pumpkins. They kind of looked like watermelons or something. I don't know. <laughs> but the fact that they actually used, a, you know, they used yeah. them for lanterns. That That's was pretty cool. cool. And oh man, I like that part where oh, and this was filmed at a time where hitchhiking was sort of safe. I don't know, but for for these five kids to get in a van. <laughs> I do remember something like that. Yeah, they jump into some random per- like they hitchhike, right? Yes, they and then hit- it's just some dude that's like, "Where are you kids going? We're going here. Hop in!" And they yeah. just jump in, right? They're just like, and he drops them off at their location, right? I like, know, no but 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 it's like you know, why are you going to the cemetery? Oh, to see my grandma. <laughs> and it's like pitch black, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That's true. It's, that's the little stuff that you're just like, what? <laughs> it, it is so weird, dude. It, it's and and of course, like you know, like pay phones, like how you know. Yeah, I, do, I remember, like the cop pulls over to make a call, right? Yeah, like, like to get a to get a uh, an update on what's happening. Yeah. So th- does he have a radio in his? He has a radio okay, in the okay. car, but like, but like oh, he, he had to call. Family. He had to call his wife that's because right. the kids were missing. That's right. That's right. That's right. And oh, these little brats! But they were still good actors. They're cool. They're fun. Yeah. <laughs> and oh man, it was it it, it was it's a, it's a good film. I mean, I I I just I just love this. It's not as cheesy as you think. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't feel as cheesy to me. It just feels so natural. Yeah, no, like I said, if, like I said, it's not like the 
even from like the acting standpoint of it being like a horror movie with like your you know your recycled typical tropes of like an evil book demons summonings and all that kind of stuff um it was just a, i would consider it to be just i would describe more like a fun movie a fun movie that i think some that you, you could watch and the cool thing is like we don't really see devlin's face that much it's all like you know POV, and again, like borrowing from Michael Myers, you know, like all right. like his POV. Oh, yeah, yeah. We really don't true. see him, see him. True, true, true. Like only like it's like a few shots they show him like full face, but other than that, you just see him like either from a distance chasing the kids or or something. I remember, like he was like a bearded guy, right? Kinda yeah, like, he doesn't look too far off from just like a just a big like angry looking man. Yeah, I, I know, and I, you know they didn't go so much as like. It wasn't like some prosthetic face. He's not wearing a mask. It's just this evil dude that, like you, and his weapon of choice was like you know his hands because they were like you know like 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 like, slicing. Yeah, yeah, and he had like strength, right? He like I know that he picks up like one of the the kids and like stab, like he likes like hangs him up, like yeah, uh, the Pedro reminded me of uh, was it Silent Night where he hits him on the antlers like that? Yeah, like he does something like that too. So he had that strength. Which, like you said, it can equate to. Oh, I uh, thought it was so funny when the guy got the axe, <laughs> and then he's like trying to fight, like you know, to not get chopped up with the axe, and then I don't uh, uh, I, like. It's, there's gonna be some little sparks you yeah. have to remind me of. Uh, said, there's some axe there, are some axes that are on the wall. Yeah, right? yeah, they're like kind of like some decorations, like old armor or something like that. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, well, going back to the kids, I bet those kids are so traumatized to this day. <laughs> Well, especially I think the little one Raul, because like the Tony was walks into the room with the guy with the axe in his head, and he doesn't tell the other kids. He doesn't tell the other ones like, "Don't come in here," you know. But like, soon as like they all walk in, they're like, "Ah!" You know what? I and the reason why I want to say again like that the kids did really good is because I do remember there was a scene like I said my wife and I watched it recently, and you know she kind of well kind of as we're watching it we're talking about it and stuff. But um, there was a scene where I remember that we rewind rewound it no. That sort of thing, but uh, we re- uh, rewind it so that we can watch the scene again because it was a really cool scene where the kids had to run from one room to another, and it was shot really well. It was like a like a, almost like a one shot type of type yeah. of scene, and they they were great. Like they kept faces. Like you know how sometimes you might see like one of the kind of like laugh because they don't think they're being filmed. No, these kids were like. There was one, the, the it was, I want to say it was something where we were like, what the, there was that in one shot and we watched it again and we're like, oh, that's good. Like, that's a good scene. That's why right off the top of the back, I'm like, I think the kids, I remember them being like the best part of the movie. Uh, my favorite scene with the kids was, I'm going to call it the Scooby-Doo moment where um, they run all up into the attic and then <laughs> they do the Scooby-Doo moment where they open the door. And you just see like their heads just like you know looking out. Oh, like like lined up uh, above yeah. each other. Oh yeah, from the littlest kid to the tallest kid, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yes, yes. And it's and it's like the guy doesn't see them because he's focusing on his altar to put the book. Right. And as soon as like they, as soon as they see him like distracted, they all run out. But again, it's. I've, Again, I've, I call it the Scooby Doo moment. It's around that same moment. I think it's when they're in that room where they do that. Yeah. The scene prior to that, when he's coming up looking for the kids, there was a shot there where it was like I was like, damn, that's that was pretty cool. I like that. I'm a sucker for like the like I said. I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm very easily impressed. I like stupid like found footage movies. So yeah. when it's one of those straight shots. You know, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I like it, it was really cool. Um. It was like again, like you know, we I mentioned you know the Halloween influence, the slashers, the the zombies and stuff. Mm. 
but like and uh, and like you know like that 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 Scooby Doo little rascals moment, or it, like I'm pretty sure Goonies had like some sort of influence on this, being that there was kids involved mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in this film, kind of like the kids against evil kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Having an adventure of sorts, trying to figure out the mystery within the mystery, kind of yeah. Yeah, what? Yeah, because the kids didn't know that it was the the older kids that summoned the. Yeah, the, the guy. They just showed up to a cemetery because it's Halloween and they want to do some fun stuff. And all get of a sudden, it. these re- these real zombies come out of the ground. They're like, "What the?" Oh, that is so cool. Those like, again, that is like so um like thriller influence because like you know when they are just like all oh, popping up out of nowhere, yeah. it's yeah. just very cool. And especially when that little one of our old like falls into the pit and then like you see that zombie coming out from like the 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 grave, like he's like the the, the the ground mm-hmm. it's it's just very good <laughs> yeah, yeah and the makeup good. was pretty good too the makeup was pretty they didn't half-ass this makeup yeah like from, from they you could tell the um uh from what i, I actually it's funny i'm actually uh like i said since i it's not super fresh i just kind of like have the movie kind of like in the background of my computer playing and yeah. it's actually in the scene where they're in the cemetery and like definitely on the ones where they knew they were going to get like a close up of it. You could tell they, that that was maybe, maybe some of them in the back, they just maybe have some black paint on them or something like that, like smudges. But you can tell the ones that they really wanted, they kind of did kind of go with a little bit of like prosthetic stuff, you know, with a little bit of decomposition on the. I also noticed. I'm sorry. Did you notice how like every time a zombie comes out from the crypt or a grave, there's a, there's a, either a yellow or a red light with them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I that just for that little like effect that is like yeah, just to be like it's something like supernatural happening. Yeah, down there in the grave, right? Yeah, which is opposed to like you never when in you see zombies nowadays in movies, it's always something biological that happens. Yeah, like something that gets inserted, which it just the uh the reaction happens in their bodies. This one you could that's like it's some it's like evil just yeah. doing something. Yeah, it's like how back in the eighties, right? The crypts would open up and there'd be a beam of light coming yeah. out and stuff like that. Yeah, that so, is that's like, pretty cool. Yeah, oh like man, you said, plenty it. of li- lots of influences guy had from definitely. You can tell he was a hard buff. Like, yeah. okay, okay, um, going on this like little Easter egg. Well, in from our uh, history, um, so you see, you like over that. So you had you had you had grew up here like in in Laredo, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Maverick Corner Store? The Maverick. Yeah. Before uh, there were stripes and Seven Elevens, Circle K's, Circle K's. Like we used to have, like the corner stores were called Mavericks, because there was one in the I, background I say, of this yeah. film. Well, that, that's what funny. The, so one of the things that we did notice is in the beginning of the film. That's what we we. Uh, well, another thing, like I said, I remember is that when we were watching it, um, I believe the school that they're out at is in Brownsville. Yes. So we looked it up. And we said, "Oh yeah, they filmed this movie in Brownsville." And I think somewhere I don't yeah. recall the I don't recall the 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 supermarket, but I do remember there's a scene where they're driving and there's a Waterburger in the background. Yeah, I remember that. But um, yeah, the Mavericks, I, they it does ring a bell. Um, it was this like maybe like early '90s. That's probably when I remember. No. I've always I remember Circle K's. I remember Circle, Circle K's is like probably like the youngest I can fall back on a Maverick if there was one. I want to say it does sound familiar, but yeah. not like I couldn't be like, oh yeah, dude, I remember, yeah. Well, it's funny you say Brownsville because I was going to trans- transition into that to the Brownsville. Yes, this was filmed in Brownsville. It's <laughs> again, it's like they got the money from Mexico to film, and they decided to maybe it was cheaper to film in Brownsville, or maybe they were doing this all. Um, how do you say, uh, guerrilla style filming? Right, like they maybe they got permission for. 
the the school yeah and the and because they're like on a pier at oh yes like the on a pier, pier about like, that. that's over uh, down there too but yeah everything else actually true maybe they just got maybe they just rented out the house made it all spooky rented out the school and everything else was kind of outside yeah i don't know if you know i don't even i'm not the cemetery the cemetery like a like a set it could have been a somewhere set. else yeah because i want you don't see anything in the background it's definitely closed yeah. off yeah I don't know. I just I'm sorry. I just started thinking, like you know, how close was that cemetery to that house? <laughs> I don't I, like that's what I'm. That's what I'm like thinking because like it's kind of like you can tell where there was definitely some, and maybe that's where it works where they had these three different storylines happening because the kids didn't always have to be with these old with the teenagers. Yeah, when they were filming, and the cop could have done all his scenes some the fir- the first few days, you know. So it kind of yeah. like. It kind of, like I guess if you're somebody who's very into like dissecting movies, you can kind of see where like oh you can tell that they filmed this. Like there's some movies where like they'll get like the guy has like one scene like a, maybe like a roast, like a famous person. Yeah, and you yeah. can tell that they, his his uh, his shot in the in the movie was just something that they did aside from all that. Yeah, I want to say one of the last times that we talked about something like that with my friend and I was there's this movie that um, that uh, Shatner comes out in. It's a it's a Christmas movie. Ah, oh, my friend's gonna oh. be mad that I can't remember the name. Uh, it's like like a Krampus, like an evil. Uh, it's an evil uh, uh, Santa Claus movie. Well, anyways, uh. it's I'm my friend's gonna be so mad that I don't remember the name. It's a real good movie, but William Shatner comes out in the movie, <laughs> but he's a DJ for like the area, and so when they show him, he doesn't come out with the cast. He's just by himself in the studio yeah. filming, and those are the only times he comes out. So he's in the movie, but. He was he he wasn't necessarily filming with the crew, and I mean, for all we know, he could have filmed it like in Hollywood, and the movie was filmed somewhere else. You know what I mean? So, what well, that's the, what they would do with um with Boris Karloff, like at his um late at his late in his career, uh-huh. where like he wasn't able to do that much travel, so they just shot all his scenes where right. he around his where he lived, and they just kind of like you know edit the film where mm-hmm. like. They made it seem that for they filmed his scenes were like in the area. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I mean, I guess that's a kind of a, a good thing for for this one. That might explain why it was like you were saying, saying why did they film it in Brownsville? But hey, maybe, yeah, maybe. like maybe like some of the well, maybe some of the cemetery scenes were filmed in Mexico, and all the other scenes were filmed in Brownsville. Like who maybe. knows? It's like, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we can. I, I know that I did a little bit, of, just because I always do that, like, well, yeah. that thing where like, you watch a movie and you're kind of like, yeah. do a little bit of the trivia and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I do remember, definitely for sure, shot in Bronzeville, for or most of it at least. Um, but I don't think I've read far into, like, the more of, like, the production side of it. But, I mean, it, it makes it, sense if you think about it. Yeah. It's really hard to find information about um, this film and some of his other ones. Some of uh, Ruben... Uh, Galindo Jr.'s um, oh, the director, uh-huh. director, uh-huh. because I searched all over the internet and all I could find was just um, um, a little, very little uh, Wikipedia. No, not even Wikipedia. There's just like, because like he he's still around. He's still doing like you know like like more like either reality shows or you know other you know genre that's not horror. Okay, but like you know to find out more about him, it's. It's out there. Maybe I just didn't look hard enough. But most of the stuff that I, I learned, learned from him was, um, cause they had recently on the, on this season's of Joe Bob's last drive-in. Okay. They had, um, don't panic. And of course, Joe Bob, like, you know, like said a lot about his career and stuff. So like most of my information came from Joe Bob. Um, oh, okay. Okay. But 
just to get more information about him, like I, I would have to, I should have gone to the library. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there really is. There's just like, there's more. Okay, there's more physical books published about Mexican cinema than there is sometimes online. Like it is online, but like it's not. Like if you want to know more, like you know, the best place to go is the library. Yeah, or you and, know, or to hunt physical it's books. Also, kind of like one of those where, um, I guess when you look stuff up, especially I guess being wherever like your your region is, yeah, it's gonna give you uh U.S. stuff versus maybe like if you're like in Mexico City, some of that. Yeah, you look up stuff, it thinks well, you're in Mexico, you're you or your your settings are in Mexican uh, Mexican uh region. Yeah, so it's like okay, well, you know, here's all the institutes and your information like that you know i'm sure they get imdb too but there's got to be mex uh mexican or or uh, spanish uh version of imdb websites like that that cover that i mean just like how there's uh horror buffs in the u.s there's i'm sure there's some that people that are just like eat uh, sleep eat and breathe mexican horror you yeah know, like that so yeah I, I i can i can see that there's probably interviews of you just don't know who to look yeah. up you know what i mean yeah i get it like that's uh, cool um it's just weird, not weird, but like it's pretty. And I'm, I'm probably gonna get shit for this, but I gotta say it because it's on my mind. <laughs> it's weird, or it's amazing. I'll say it like that. It's amazing how, when you're watching subtitles, if any film, whether it's it's you know Mexican, Korean, Japanese, Chinese, whatever, when you when you're seeing the subtitles and you're hearing the dialogue, it's pretty weird how it translates because if they could just say get out of here but like okay like example like if it's making this you're saying like you know like leave me alone it's like it's like you know it's like you know like you know leave me alone like three words but like in the mexican in the, in the mexican dialogue it would be like vete yeah like just like one word vete, right, 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 huh? but yet it translates into three words in english and it, it, it's the same thing like in Italian. It's like, it would just be one simple word in English or one simple word in Italian, but it will translate to more than just one word. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, yeah, I get it. And that's why one of the things, uh, for example, uh, like I was saying, we, uh, we watched Wasera. Yeah. Um, it was in Spanish. And I, I either it's because of, I don't know if it was because it, it was on Shutter. I don't know if it's just like a Shutter thing, but I would have preferred to watch it. We watched it. Obviously, the film's in Spanish. And I would have preferred to seen it with the Spanish subtitles. Yeah. But it it only had the option for English. And I guess it's just like that by default because I couldn't even take off the the subtitles for the English just to watch it like straight through without it because they were a little bit distracting. Because for the same reason, like you're saying, you know, us. I mean, I probably wouldn't have noticed like in other like other foreign films, right? That I don't understand the language, but when it's Spanish, you're like. That's like what that man, and it kind of distracts you from it. So I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that, that was the thing. I, I would have preferred to have turned off the English subtitles and just watched it straight through, or put the Spanish subtitles. And I guess like like it just kind of like takes away from it if you're not familiar with it. But um, it, it doesn't take away from it if you're not familiar with it. But when you are, it's kind of. I guess it's the same way. Like maybe somebody like a like a Japanese horror film if it's in Japan, Japanese I'm never gonna I'm like I would just take their word for it that's what the guy said yeah the guy when somebody you know the the Loki Jesse of Japan is gonna be like I hate when they do that when they're yeah you know what I mean so yeah, yeah. well I'm not saying I hate it I'm just saying no yeah it's a distraction it's, it's just amazing how the translation differs from the actual dialogue that's yeah. like like it's like it's so 
It just it's so so weird. Like you know, and it goes back like um when I had um Sarah from um her from the what's it, oh from the last radio call when I had her on the podcast and she had she was talked about a uh, Miss Forty Five. That one with um with the girl that doesn't speak but like she's killing people with a with a forty five gun and she dresses like but she's I oh, god, I wish I should have I'm paraphrasing here, but she said this most beautiful thing about language and speaking. And it's just up it just really hits home when I see the dialogue and, and when I see a dialogue and when I see the translation and how it differs. It's just like blows my mind how again it's like it's it's few words in the in the, in the original dialogue, but like it's so many words in the translation. Uh, do you okay? Going back, um, do you have a do you do you have or do you remember a favorite part from from the Cemetery of Terror? Um, yes, I do. Um, so one of my favorite parts was that just because I remember, I do remember the the Dev Devlon right yeah. Devlon character the 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 big guy. I do remember him picking up that dude and just like like slamming him on the wall, which I think there was some something there was a sharp some sharp yeah. like I know there was armor on the on the wall, so he kinda hung up it was like, Oh yeah, like the the you know, silent night, deadly night, yeah. ah, kinda too. But then um also I wanna say I guess it was just like the there's a scene, something with the I remember like the like I I mentioned it where I we rewatched the scene with the kids, but there was another scene and it might have been the one that you were just you kinda mentioned where they were in the uh in the cemetery. Yeah. And like I, uh, it was like a one shot scene there, and they did real good. I was like, man, I think it was like even like the the smallest ones, yeah, the littlest kids were the ones that really impressed me because I was like, man, they're doing such a good job of uh of uh like you know following through with the scene. You know what I mean? They're just like they probably just told them, you know, say your line. I want you to run here, then run here. And this is gonna happen, and they did it. Um, aside from that, it's just the. I guess since it's not so fresh, I don't know if there's one particular scene. It might have also just been like I know that there was a couple of like you know, like I said, uh, like some comedy in there. I always kind of liked like that little like that little bit of like comedic yeah. like throw in that, that they'll throw in there just to kind of like you know break the ice before something crazy happens. And so I think my favorite scene was the part where like the girl Usi was gonna try to burn the book, but then it's like he he like he calls her so like she's kind of the book is like dragging her back to the master oh like he's like he's pulling it yeah kinetically kind of like, a, like and then she's and just she, she's just right there standing still like because she judged what oh but was she not try, was she trying to not let it go or yeah was, trying not to let it go but she was also terrified oh. but even then when he was distracted she was still like in her terrified stance oh, that she okay, just okay, couldn't okay. Move. okay that's kind of cool yeah <laughs> that was kind of like in other words kind of like one of those where like she could have just let go if yeah, she it, wanted to but she's like i'm it, gonna stick it was it. it was like it was like it was terrifying, but it was also funny in a yeah. sense too. So. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, okay, yeah, I see. Yeah, man, like uh, I'll have to watch it again, but but yeah, like there was some, there's some, there's some. It's a, it's a good movie. So yeah, like uh, right off the top of my head, like a favorite favorite scene, maybe not, but definitely a lot of little little yeah. parts in it that kind of built up to maybe me really enjoying the film. Okay, so um, what do you rank this film? Like one to ten. And I'll give you the definition of our of our rankings because I forgot to send them to you. <laughs> oh, okay. So, what do you rank this film? Um, just off like my, or am I gonna get something or? Oh, well, one being the lowest and the. Oh, just like that, a ten. A ten to ten kind of thing. Oh wow, really? No, no, I'm sorry. You're asking me. Is yeah. it like a one? Okay, it, between <laughs> one between one and <laughs> no. ten, that kind of. Um, 
Uh, I want to say just in general, probably like a like a like a seven and a half. I I think if you're a I think if you're a uh, avid horror movie yeah. watcher, you'll enjoy it. If if it's some you know sometimes I feel like it's hard to impress like some of the younger generation, so they're gonna look at this movie and just kind of maybe find it just dumb, boring. But I'd say if it's a good movie, it's an, if if you enjoy like um you know your Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday Thirteenth, Eighties Horror, Halloween, you'll you'll like this one. It's 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 up it's it's there for me. So yeah, well that's seven and a half. Yeah, okay, because like our definition of a seven, just to it's okay, and you said seven, seven and a seven. half, but like uh, but our definition, okay. no, 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 you can still keep the seven and a half. Okay, but like you know the way that we define our our seven is a a good start, sloppy middle, great ending. Good start, sloppy. Yeah, okay, I I, I guess. Okay, well, this is the this is the this is the whole um definition of the rankings. Okay, okay. so we have one being the worst. Oh God, this is bad. Mm-hmm. Two, when will this be o- over? Why am I still watching this? Three, yeah, I can't. I had to skip over a few parts, or I fell asleep in some of it. When I woke up, it still hadn't ended. Four, well, now it's getting a little better, but it's still a terrible movie. Five, well, it's over now. I survived. I made it through. Six, this started off bad, but slowly started getting better. Seven. A good start, sloppy ending, great, no, sloppy middle, great ending. An eight would be the film balance out well. And nine would be, this is a good watch. And our 10, this is why I freaked out. Our 10, the highest of the other of ratings, Johnny Depp. <laughs> the greatest Just- film with a flair of Johnny Depp. <laughs> so the greatest film ever and then just johnny depp yeah okay well yeah i'm not, I'm not gonna go and give it a johnny depp but, but uh but it's it's a uh, it's it's good i i think anybody will i guess the way i would say it the reason to be a seven and a half for me is like i really enjoyed it had you told me watch this one so that it's for the podcast i would be like, oh cool that's fun but it's definitely not one of those. I'm actually right by the scene where I was talking about, like the movies playing where they're. Yeah. It's like that one shot scene. But um, seven and a half is I'm feel comfortable because it's this is one of those movies where I would have gladly watched it again, like with other people. Yeah. But it's not one of those that I can just like by myself. You know, let me just watch it again. You know what I mean? Like kind of thing. So that would be, I guess, you consider like your eights, nines, and tens, where it's just like I can just watch the movie over and over. Well, you can, you can always, since your birthday's on the weekend, you can always have this like in the background. Yeah, there's just something <laughs> I just to have like hey, a horror, like a horror movie in the background. Yeah, That'd yeah, be fun. But, so yeah, that's a that's a good ranking system. I, it's it's, it's fun. <laughs> I like it. No, the fun, the the ten freaks out people like Johnny Depp. Like, yeah, Tim is a big Johnny Depp fan. As okay. you as you know. Yeah, I I, I know that you guys kind of like it was we were we were kind of like I, I was telling you that I was listening to one of the episodes uh, on the way home from uh, we we just got in from Houston and uh, I guess in preparation for like okay well you know you had told me we we're gonna do the the recording tonight. And you all were talking about Johnny Depp, but I was like, maybe I missed something. Like, what it was? But now you're saying, okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I guess now I'm curious. Have you all ever uh, uh, ranked something a uh, Johnny Depp a ten? Like, um, you can recall. I mean, I'm not saying go through your whole catalog, but I think if, to, to my mind, I think Tim gave. Um, this is before we defined our rankings. Okay. But I think he gave um, Howl's Moving Castle a Johnny Depp. Okay. Okay, okay. I think I don't remember. 
think. So just like you know, like I guess that would be like your your classic movies that you know everybody loves and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, do you have any shout outs you want to give? Any shout outs you want to get? I want to give like you know, uh, shout out to your wife, your friends, your family. Uh, yeah. Um. So um. Yeah. Uh, shout outs to to well, I'll give a shout out to uh uh my wife. We just got back in from uh from out of, out of town. We kind of went through, kind of did like our little uh uh a little what we call a um, research slash the business trip of sorts. We were doing some. We do. My wife has a uh, antiques uh. And, uh like a little side job where she sells anti- uh, antique glass and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we're always on the hunt. We're already doing, uh, uh, I guess you could say, like, you know, we'll hit up the thrift stores, uh, flea markets, garage sales, always looking for little knickknacks and stuff. Like, as you can see around the house, we, yeah. she has a lot of cool glass. That's the kind of stuff that she looks for. And then so from there, we uh, we started leaving some stuff behind. So we were like, you know what, let's take some of that stuff with us. And, you know, it's not costing us We're not sending it for anything crazy but that we did go to do this glass expo in houston yeah that was fun just to kind of open and broaden our horizons a little bit more to different stuff so you know shout out to her for going out and doing all that stuff i just kind of went with her for the ride it was fun she does all like that she likes doing all that research and that kind of stuff getting to the vendors out there and stuff yeah and me i just like i just like looking at all the the fun stuff and i do my little stuff on the side too so i'm kind of working on a little project where um uh, it's involves like VHSs and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm working on a little project with that. So in the midst of doing all this hunting, I it lets me do some of my stuff on the side too, where I'm able to look for you know you know I'm, the little retro stuff that I like looking to. If you look around, I think in my garage, I'll show you later. Yeah, we have some stuff there where I'm kind of more of like that. I love like that '90s retro vibe. I grew up on VHS. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, on video stores. Growing up in the nineties, early two thousands, going to rent movies every weekend. So shout out to my my dad for taking me every taking my brother and I every Friday to go rent the movies. Hey, yeah. pick a movie, you one movie, one movie. Let's do it and make sure it's. And he was always on top of us. Got to take it back. I don't want those late fees. <laughs> so yeah, but overall, yeah, just uh, you know, hopefully, um, being my first uh first time on podcast, I hope the fam, friends, whoever I show it to, hope they they like it. You know, cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um. Here's the fun front of the show. Part of the show that I like. Because um, Tim doesn't have anything. Do you have any recommendations that come into mind? They could be either movies, music, um, books, performances. Anything, anything you want to recommend? Um, well, being that it's, uh, being that it's I guess, um, horror and cult film review podcast, I can... I guess I'll recommend the last really good, at least in my opinion, really good uh, horror movie that I was watching recently. My wife and I were watching. Uh, we Freddy? both really enjoyed it. Um, Freddy Got Finger? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, stream it as soon as possible. Um, no, it's this Indonesian Indonesian film called uh, Satan Slaves. That's a translation in uh, in English. I think the, the in Indonesian is something. It's like a word yeah. satan translate to satan slaves if you like um if you like uh conjuring insidious like those kind of like yeah. paranormal family like you know your typical trope movement like the house is haunted there's history there something like that you know you enjoy it it's cool it's kind of kind of but it's fun because it has it adds in like that indonesian uh yeah like culture to it so it's called satan slaves which was a movie that came out i want to say pre-covid maybe like 
2017, 2018. Yeah. And then just recently, a year ago, or a year, a year and a half ago, the sequel came out. So, and cool. then the sequel's Satan Slaves Part Twos, and then like a sub sub subtitle of that. And I want to say that they left it open for like a, a third like one. a third one. So I'm, I'm assuming it's gonna be a trilogy. But uh, when I when I we watched it, I remember it being we looked up some information on it, and it was like one of the top selling like Indonesian films that have ever been made. I guess it was real popular in, wow. in Indonesia. And since they got it like, uh, I guess a worldwide release, it's real popular. And I, I liked it. It was really enjoyed. So Satan slaves. Yeah. If you all want to check out a horror movie, you know, I, I liked it. I don't know. Some people might hate it, but I, I thought it was good. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm going to recommend, um, um, I'm gonna say this right now because, like, I just want to say because it, it's a really good film. I'm gonna recommend um, *Tigers Are Not Afraid*. It's a really good film, very good. Um, you know, uh, Mexican horror. Well, people see people. It's very influenced by Guillermo del Toro. Okay. So, but like, it's it's like in that field, like kind of like horror, fantasy, realistic kind of film. You know, Isa Lopez um, directed it and. She's a great. Oh, it was. A, it's a good film. I want to recommend it. Also, I want to re- recommend, like you know, um, uh, Ruben Galindo Jr.'s other f- other films. You know, Don't Panic and Grave Robbers. I haven't seen Grave Robbers yet, so that's gonna be on my to watch list soon. Are those uh, horror movies as well? Or yeah, are those okay. are horror movies. Oh, okay, okay. And um, shoes. I'm trying to think of what else to recommend. No, no, that's it. That's it. Did you watch the? Uh, I just we watched it. Uh, uh, my friends and I they they started watching. They all I I noticed that they all kind of like uh like uh the friend in our little group chat. I noticed that some of them uh kind of binge watched the uh, Twisted Metal, and uh, this oh. movie based on that game. And I watched it too. I kind of binge watched. My wife and I were watching it. It's, it's a fun one too. If I mean I know that it got a lot of slack in the uh when the first trader came out. Like I I I know of the game Twisted Metal. I'm a gamer, but I've never been like a PS2 PlayStation yeah. guy. So, um, I just, I guess maybe watching it just kind of like without any kind of expectations, I really enjoyed it, but they liked it too. Cool. So that would be another, I mean, like I said, I, I did get a lot of hate, so maybe I'm just, but I, I enjoyed it too. I'm not it's, sure if you've seen I it. haven't seen them yet. Like, you know, like I've, you know, I've, I'm so, not much of a game. Well, I know of the game. I haven't played the games much, but I've heard of it. I know Samoa Joe is uh sweet yeah. tooth. Oh yeah. And Anthony Mac and I, and I, for some reason, Nev Campbell's in it, which is uh, weird, but yeah, mm-hmm. go for it, Nev Campbell. Um, I'll, I'll give it, a, I'll give it a, sh- uh, a check. Oh, oh, oh! I also like to recommend because it's still going. Um, what we do in shadows. Oh yeah, I like that. I just uh, actually, we, uh, I'm on the. Uh, my wife and I saw that the, we haven't seen the, the most recent episode. We I, just we just we were behind a little bit, so before we left on. Uh, Two out of town. Uh, we watched the past two ones. One of them was uh, uh, what was it? What was happening? Uh, oh my gosh! I'm I'm now I'm mixing up two of them. They uh, <laughs> they accidentally revealed to the world that they're vampires. Yeah, so they're trying to figure out how to stop it. That was the and then so they're freaking out, and one of them is wants to completely destroy everybody. One of them is like, let's just bail. I got I got our go bags ready and all that kind of stuff. And then the most recent one, I think, because something to do with Guillermo. Is, I mean, it, it's a great show. Yeah. I'm I'm like freaking out right now because I'm like, I can't remember the episodes. But I, I as soon as I sit down, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what it was. I was. But what we do in the shadows, the movie and the show has been a, a, my, my wife's favorite for a little while. Yeah, I was telling my um 
my friends at the, the at the shop that I hang out with, the mm-hmm. Eric Shop of Infinity Apparel and Collectibles, located on fuck forgot the address, but it's on Shadow here in Laredo. <laughs> it's on Shadow Loop Twenty. Um, I was telling because I went, they never seen it, so I'm like, oh yeah, it's a great show, documentary stuff. And plus, I told them my favorite scene of the of the show. It was in season two with the Vampire Council. Oh yeah, well they what. <laughs> Season two? Yeah, well, it's season two. They season... do it like in the first two seasons, right? The Vampire Council yeah. uh, gets together. The first season was awesome. They brought in like a bunch of people, right? Like, yeah, a the, bunch of, they brought in, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, Wesley Snipes. West- yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. That's what I mean. They had, they, 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 had, they, had, they had Tilda Swindon. And they, they, yeah. they, they just like, we have Tilda here. We have Rachel, the most beautiful, glamorous. Like, no, just Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> and then Robert. And then like, Ro- Robert's not here. Oh, Ro- Robert. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, Robert wants to put that behind him. Like, oh, okay. Okay, and like we have Danny here, <laughs> and then they're like, you know, Kiefer, yeah, Kiefer couldn't make it. <laughs> they're like Tom and Brad, yeah, um, they had no schedule. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah, all like the all, obviously all the big big names, yeah, like, weren't weren't able to attend the council. But, and then, unfortunately, and yeah. then they had um, <laughs> um, the the late. Paul Rubens there. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it yeah. Is, uh, he, he does. Yeah, and, and uh, from Lost Boys. No, no, no. Um, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. From Buffy, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, yes, Buffy. Yes, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he was still like all like in that Buffy getup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like trying to think of like all the everybody that comes out. But yeah, that's right. And, uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so was that in? I think that was in season two because that was the one where they were being tried for killing the 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 the. Uh, what's his what's actor's name um he was a gentleman and buffy and silver surfer um the tall guy um pan oh the actor oh my uh, um, the actor that does like for game of the total scale yes and stuff um, the cbn um fuck i forgot his name He's like he's been here, right? He's yeah, he came here. Doug system. Jones. Yes, yes. There you go. I'm, That's I'm, a Doug I'm, Jones. I'm so, I'm sometimes some of the yeah some names, or I'll know names, and of course on the spot I'm gonna forget. But yeah, yeah. He like yeah. I know that he was here. That's right. That's the the, the his he's like the like a big the, uh, old character. Yeah, the oldest the, vampire. The one of the oldest right? one. That. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Vic, for being on the show, letting me come into your beautiful house to record um this episode and filling in thank you for filling in i appreciate your time appreciate everything you've done and you invited me to your to your events and things like that so yeah man i appreciate you know all all this so thank you thank you so much you yes sir thank you thank you and uh, thank you everybody for um listening to us tune in next episode for either tim will be back or we'll have another guest we'll see what happens dude but thank you everybody for listening to us Uh, please take care of each other and remember to keep on shining Share to like and follow our Facebook and Instagram at Troglodyte Horror and Cult Film Review or email us at troglodytehacf at gmail.com, altogether lowercase. If you want to support the podcast, join our Patreon.